You are Locked On Buccaneers, your daily Tampa Bay Buccaneers podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Forfeit the game before somebody else takes you out of the frame. Put your name to shame, cover up your face. You can't run the race, the pace is too fast, you just won't last. What's up and welcome back to the Locked On Bucks podcast. I'm James Yarko, joined as always by David Harrison. You can find everything that we're doing over at BucksNation.com and make sure you follow along on Twitter at Locked On Bucks, at JRCO underscore Bucks, at DH82 underscore Bucks, and at Bucks underscore Nation. Today's episode of the Locked On Bucks podcast is brought to you in part by our friends over at Hotels.com. We all saw that the Bucks and Panthers London game the ticket prices are trickling out, so make sure you visit our friends over at Hotels.com when you're booking your trip to London to watch Indomitian Sioux stomp on Cam Newton's face. Uh, David, we do have some voicemails to get to, but before that, I said on the last episode that that we, we were going to make sure that we did this, so we're going to do a little bit of quick house cleaning, talking about our five-star iTunes reviews. So... Shout out number one to T.C. Taliaferro. This is somebody who gave us a one-star review and in their comments had criticized Jason Light. I kind of called them out for it. And to their credit, they went back, gave us a five-star review, and the headline says anyone would be better than Jason Light, but... I'm super frustrated, and I think light slash ownership building doesn't make sense to me. However, he appreciates our podcast because he gave us that five-star review. He or she, you know, I, I'm not sure, with a with a username like TC Taliaferro, I'm not sure. Other review is from Dewan 8 underscore, and this was on May 2nd. Five stars. Love the show. Thanks for your objectivity, which a lot of team podcasts seem to lack. Keep putting the Twitter GMs in check. Well, David, we will try to do our best. We're trying to keep everything level-headed. That's what we're here for. We try to look at everything from both sides, and you and I have our opinions on things. And you know, we have our opinions on on the Gerald McCoy release and the you know pending Indomitian Sioux signing, which I can guarantee you, David, as soon as we're done recording, he's going to officially sign. <laughs> it's going to happen. Mm-hmm. Probably. Because that's just how these things work. Yeah, it's been one of those weeks. It really has. It really has. So please make sure you're subscribing on Google Podcasts, iTunes, Spotify, Stitcher. Of course, the brand new podcatcher, Himalaya. We are available over there. Whatever your podcatcher of choice is, make sure you subscribe. Give us those five-star reviews and we will read them on the air. David, why don't we jump over to voicemail numero uno. What's up, boys? Tyler from Boston. In regards to the Gerald McCoy news, um, I think this new regime just thinks that he's not going to fit in. And, and if that's what ends up happening, it comes a successful defense. So I guess I'm glad that um, that the, the way forward is going to be um, more successful. But, yeah, it's, it's tough to see a veteran guy who's been around here for so long leave. But, uh, you know, I guess you're just going to move forward. What do you guys think? Thanks. Tyler from Boston. Uh, also, speaking of Boston, go Blues in the Stanley Cup because if – Brad Marchand wins the Stanley Cup, I might legitimately become physically ill to the point that I can't function. But David, I've talked a lot so far. Why don't you go ahead and take this voicemail first? Sure. And as far as the Stanley Cup is concerned, as long as either the Lightning or the Avalanche win, I will be happy. So that's all I have to say about that. Yeah, they're they're um they're both out of it. Oh. 
Why? So then hockey is over. No. no reason to talk about it is, is what you're saying. <laughs> we have to band together and root against Brad Marchand. I don't even know who that is. Is that a, is that a Lightning player or an Avalanche player? He's a Bruin and he's a rat. Oh, so he's and non-existent. He's, so he doesn't he, exist. He's the dirtiest. He's the Vontez Perfect of hockey. Vontez Perfect. Is that someone in like the Canadian Football League? Oh, sweet Jesus. Just answer Tyler's voicemail. Tyler's voicemail. Yeah. So Gerald McCoy, listen, I actually, so I kind of talked, we kind of hit on this on the last episode. Honestly, I think this was all sparked by Gerald McCoy. I think Gerald McCoy, either during the season last year or at the end of the season last year, told the Buccaneers, Jason Light directly or someone, that he no longer wanted to be part of the franchise, that he was tired, that he wanted to go somewhere else, and that he would appreciate them trading him and or releasing him. We can't and release him. So, or releasing him. And that when the new coaching staff was hired, they were advised of this. Probably one conversation was had of, hey, Gerald, you know, different regime, different era, different time. Like, you know, how about we give it a go? And he said, yeah, I've heard that song. I've danced that dance. I don't, I'm not interested. Um, I need to wear new colors. I need to wear a new logo and I need to move somewhere else. And so the coaching staff then said, okay, well, we're not going to beg you to play for us because there's a lot of people who want to play for us, have a good life. And they pretty much ended things right there on or around February 1st of 2019. That's actually, I mean, honestly, that's how I believe things went down. Again, zero information to, to tell me that other than just my own observations and uh, assumptions. I think that when all the, when the, when the entire story comes out, that's essentially what it's going to be is that when Mike Smith was fired, the season was imploding, Dirk Cutter was being let go. Gerald McCoy looked back at his time with the Buccaneers and, and ran through the list of coaches, both head and defensive coordinator and position related. And it, it, I think it was a long time coming. One of the reasons he lost his captaincy probably is, is that he was just tired and frustrated and, you know, probably sick of saying the same song every year just to have it all implode and fall down on him. And he just wanted, he wanted different. Um, yeah. I think when, when the whole story is told, I think that's pretty much what's going to happen. It's going to be kind of one of those like Warren Sapp situations. I was overseas when the whole Warren Sapp thing happened. So I don't really know. Twitter wasn't a thing back then. So I'm not really sure actually how the Buccaneers fan base handled the Warren Sapp thing, but from where I was sitting uh, plus six hours from Eastern standard time, um, it really seemed like, it was a situation where the Buccaneers loved Warren. Warren loved being a Buccaneer, but the things that Warren wanted to stay a Buccaneer weren't available. So he said, I'm going to go elsewhere. I think the same thing exists with Gerald McCoy, except it's less about money and more just about the history of the player and the team. Um, either way, yeah, he, he's not going to fit in either because he doesn't fit in the scheme or because his personality doesn't fit with theirs or because he just doesn't want to be a Buccaneer anymore. One of those three reasons he doesn't fit, he is now gone. The team is better off for it because the I guess from the military theme, it's kind of why I'm a, I'm I'm against the draft is because um, it, while I while I sort I don't, I don't mean to get political here, but while I sort of feel like everybody should probably serve in the military for at least a certain amount of time if they're physically and mentally able to, I don't want to be fighting next to someone who doesn't want to be there. So um, kind of the same theory. Like Gerald is great. He's, he's a good defensive tackle. He's a very good player, I think, still in the NFL, Pro Bowl caliber even. But if he doesn't want to be there, then I don't want him there. Hiring used to be hard. Multiple job sites, stacks of resumes, a confusing review process. But today, hiring can be easy and you only have to go to one place to get it done. ZipRecruiter.com slash locked on. ZipRecruiter sends your job to over 100 of the web's leading job boards, but they don't stop there. 
With their powerful matching technology, ZipRecruiter scans thousands of resumes to find people with the right experience and invite them to apply to your job. As applications come in, ZipRecruiter analyzes each one and spotlights the top candidates so you never miss a great match. ZipRecruiter is so effective that 80% of employers who post on ZipRecruiter get the quality candidate through the site within the first day. Right now, our listeners can try ZipRecruiter for free at this exclusive web address, ZipRecruiter.com slash locked on. That's ZipRecruiter.com slash L-O-C-K-E-D-O-N. ZipRecruiter.com slash locked on. ZipRecruiter, the smartest way to hire. I agree with you completely. And I, you know, I don't think there's too much um, about the way you believe things went down that I, that I disagree with. I could see it being one of those situations. We talked about it on the last episode where, you know, McCoy after the the last game of the season was talking like a guy that was already gone. And of course that was a month before you know, there was, there was a coaching change. Um, I think it was one of those situations where Gerald went into the game or you know was getting towards the end of the season and knew the Bucks cap situation, knew how hard it was going to be for them to sign free agents and and build a team and sign draft picks, and he knew how big of a cap hit he was, and he had already made up his mind that if they ask me to take a pay cut, I'm going to say no. So he was already preparing for for that to co- to to go down. He was already preparing for the meeting in Jason Light's office with whatever head coach was going to be in there, whether it be Dirk Cutter or or Dirk Cutter's replacement, he was not going to accept a pay cut to continue to play in Tampa. If he was going to take less money, he was going to go do it for a an immediate Super Bowl contender. And that's basically what's going to happen. We don't New know Orleans. where Gerald McCoy is going to God, Stop it. We don't know where Gerald McCoy is going to go, but it's going New to Orleans. be a – David, I'm going to slap you through the internet. Stop talking that into existence. If you think Twitter is bad right now, can you imagine what's going to happen if Gerald McCoy goes to the Saints and sacks Jameis Winston in the fourth quarter? Um, I know what's going to happen. That is not a world I want to live in. <laughs> I don't know what to tell you. Fine. If, if Gerald McCoy is a New Orleans Saint, uh, we're going to talk to Gil and you're going to run the Bucks Nation account those two weeks. You go ahead and deal with those mentions. That's that's fine. Yikes. Challenge accepted. Uh, well, before we move on to our next caller, a little bit more housekeeping. Guys, do you remember the days when you were always ready to go? Now you can increase your performance and get that extra confidence in bed. Listen up. Blue Chew, that's blue like the color blue. Blue Chew brings you the first chewable with the same FDA-approved active ingredients as Viagra and Cialis, so you know they work. You can take them anytime, day or night, even on a full stomach, and since they're chewable, they work up to twice as fast as the pill, so you can be ready whenever an opportunity arises. Now, this isn't just for guys who can't perform. It's for any guy who wants that extra function to enhance their performance in the bedroom. For instance, you know, a lot of guys talk a big game, but if you're a one-and-done kind of guy, Blue Chew can even help you get to round number two. Blue Chew is prescribed online and shipped straight to your door in a discreet package, so no in-person doctor's visits, no waiting in the pharmacy, and best of all, no more awkwardness. They're made in the USA, and since Blue Chew prepares and ships direct, they're cheaper 
than the pharmacy. Right now, we've got a special deal for all our listeners. Visit bluechew.com and get your first shipment free when using our special promo code locked on. Just pay the $5 shipping. Again, that's B L U E CHU.com. Promo code locked on. L O C K E D O N to try Blue Chew for free. Blue Chew is the better, cheaper, faster choice, and we thank them for sponsoring the podcast. What's going on, David? James? Lots of bucks to use the last 24 hours. Gerald McCoy got released. Good dude, man. Good dude. I really wish him well, man. I hope he gets a chance to get to the playoffs, man, and uh, and make some noise. Just maybe not against us. But um, the news just broke now. We got Indomitian Sue. This is huge. This is huge. So my question is, what does Sue bring to this defense, to this team? What is Arians looking for? And probably the biggest question, did the Tampa Bay Buccaneers get better? All right, guys. Got to hear what you say. Talk to you later. Peace. Grico! You didn't say your name, but we knew it was you, buddy. Um, okay, did they get better? It's an interesting topic. David, we we touched on the last episode about how the the talent and the production of McCoy and the talent and production of Sue are pretty similar. They're pretty interchangeable. You pointed out on Twitter, and I don't remember if we said this on the last episode or not, but I'm going to bring it up again if we did. You had brought up on Twitter the fact that the Bucks, you could argue, got better in the fact that since Sue is going to cost less, the Bucks are able to maintain their depth. They're not creating even more holes that they have to fill. They're getting a similar player and maintaining their depth, whereas if they had kept Gerald McCoy, they were going to have to gut their depth somewhere to free up enough money to sign their draft picks. Now, I'm sure more moves are still going to come. I don't know if signing Sue is still going to leave them enough money to sign the rest of their draft class, but you could make the argument that they got better in signing Sue because they did get to keep all these other guys and didn't have to, you know, take away four or five different depth pieces in order to clear that kind of cap room. Yeah, exactly. And so getting into did the team get better, the team got better on two fronts. One is exactly what you said, exactly what I tweeted about uh, yesterday. I don't know, yesterday or the day before. And $3 million saved is $3 million more dollars of flexibility. And if you've been paying attention to the Buccaneers offseason, this coaching staff and Jason Light under the guidance of this coaching staff or the advisement of this coaching staff is looking for leadership, passion, and flexibility, right? So what you're getting with Indomitian Sioux, and this is, again, Gerald McCoy didn't want to be a Buccaneer. I mean, guys, listen, his wife said it on a post. Um, I don't know about you, but my wife tends to know the full truth while people I work with or talk to about my job tend to know the part of the truth that I want them to know. So if his wife is commenting that he didn't want to be in Tampa Bay, uh, I'm going to believe that she or that they are who they're showing us they are and that they're a family who wanted out of Tampa Bay. So Gerald McCoy didn't want to be here and Dominican Sue does. So right there, the team already got better just because you have a player who wants to be on the squad versus a player who didn't want to be on the squad. And it, again, and it allows them the possibility of keeping some of those players. That's not, that's not to say that they're going to keep those players. Like, 
I mean, if if there there might be honestly a situation where they're looking at a guy like Will Golson. I'm not trying to pick on Will Golson. I'm just saying they they might look at Will Golson's contract number, the fact that he carries no dead weight, no no dead money this year or next year, uh, the fact that everybody knows that the NFL is a game of attrition. So that money that he's carrying, they could very well use midseason to sign a free agent somewhere. And they might say he's got to perform up to this bar to justify keeping his salary on this roster and not using that gap uh, as insurance for a future for a, a mid-year signing or whatever. And if he doesn't do it, they may cut him. Well, and and one more point that I'll make before we move on is what what was one of the biggest advantages i'll say about gerald mccoy's game the fastest get off in the west or the east or the north or the south okay what's one of the you know best or or or, you know most advantageous attributes of indomitian sue's game he's a beast he's a beast in the middle like he's 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 just he's the mountain so which of those skill sets do you think is going to deteriorate faster? Is it the size and the strength or is it the speed? Well, I will, I'm in my mid thirties, so I can attest that being bigger is easier in your thirties than being faster. (laughs) So at some point you would think that what makes Gerald McCoy so unique and so valuable and so good, that's going to slip and deteriorate faster than what Sue does. So you got to kind of look at this at, at their age, when you already have paralleling careers, you start to look at, at trends for players at this age or at this stage of their careers. And you look at a guy like McCoy who does have the fastest get off. And it's, it, it reminds me of what Warren Sapp said. And he's, he talked about it in his autobiography. He talked about it in a football life. Yeah, he's talked about it everywhere. He said the moment he knew he was done was he was playing you know, with the Raiders against Brett Favre and, and the Packers. And he knew exactly what play it was going to be. And he's like, all right, I got this. Favre's going down. I know exactly what I'm going to do. And he couldn't get off his block. And he goes, it, and it just happened like that. He should have Vontae Davis. Should have. But you don't know when it's going to hit. And, and something like that. And Sapp's get off was incredible. Especially for as big as he was. Yeah. So you don't know when it's going to happen. But when it does happen, it happens rapidly. Yeah. So yeah. the smart money would be on Sue being able to play at, at this type of level longer than McCoy. Now, I'm not saying that's for sure, but if I was a betting man, that's where I would put the money. I would think that Sue is going to play in this league effectively a little bit longer than Gerald McCoy. But Right, and we're talking individual performance versus statistical and team success. Yes. Like if Gerald McCoy signs with the New Orleans Saints and they win a Super Bowl and he gets six and a half sacks and Adamkin Sue gets five and a half sacks, and the Buccaneers go five and eleven. That doesn't necessarily mean that Gerald McCoy played better than Adamikin Sue. It means that he was on a better team because those kinds of things happen from time to time. Absolutely. Absolutely. All right. Before we move on to our final caller, a big shout out 
to another one of our sponsors. Today's show is brought to you in part by our friends at Untuck It. Father's Day is right around the corner, and we all know that these dad shirts, and, and David and I are both guilty of wearing them, these dad shirts can look a little sloppy at times, but Untuck It comes in and they are revolutionizing the button-up look so that it's not long, it's not baggy. Untuck It is a solution that fits just right their shirts are specifically designed to look great untucked and feel comfortable at work or on the weekend. No tucking or tailoring required. Go to untuckit.com, use promo code NBA, like National Basketball Association, to get 20% off. David, let's get to our final caller. Hey, James, this is Brandon, Bucks fan from Philly. Um, with the adopted suit signing today, um, I have a question on... How does that impact JPP? Because I thought that JPP comes back maybe October, late September. Him next to Dominican Sue could really, really, really be problem be a problem for an offensive line, especially if they're stacked on the same side and if JPP's out. A lot of variables there, but like I just want to know your take. You guys talk about both all day long, every day. Um, I would love to know your insight on how Dominican Sue signing impacts JPP. Thank you. All right, Brandon from Philly, thank you for the call. Look, I think JPP, should he come back? There's still that question hanging up in the air. Should JPP come back, be healthy enough to participate and all that? I think him playing alongside uh, Indomitian Sue, it's going to be similar to McCoy. I'm, I'm going to, I think I'm going to end up sounding like a broken record before too soon. But Sue helped Aaron Donald get seven of his sacks, which by the way, shout out at Mitch Witty on Twitter. He was the one that had posted that uh, that stat that I mentioned yesterday. So, you know, playing alongside somebody that does garner that kind of attention, it always helps. You know, sacks not or Sue's not going to be the double digit sack guy, just like McCoy wasn't going to be the double digit sack guy. But that's not why they brought him. They brought him in because he's such an effective run stuffer. They brought him in because he is so good at getting tackles for loss and disrupting plays. That's what he does. You know, very similar to McCoy, but Sue's a little bit better at the tackles for loss and and the stuffing of the run. So, you know, JPP is going to benefit the same way Shaq Barrett's going to benefit and Carl Nassib is going to benefit. Hopefully Noah Spence and, and William Golston will benefit and they'll step up. I mean, we haven't even talked about Sue and Vita Vea. Like Vita Vea ended the season last year as a game wrecker. I am so excited to see what that kid does this year. And putting him next to a guy like Sue is only going to make him better. Now, I, I do agree with, with Jenna Lane. Uh, I think she was talking about it on Twitter. I don't see him being the guy that stays after practice to help mentor and and teach and coach up Vita Vea. I could be wrong. But Sue doesn't strike me as that kind of guy. That's kind of going to be what JPP does. I, I hear the heavy sigh in my ear, in my earbuds. I hear it, David, which means you're going to counter me, which is fine. But I look at that as more of like what JPP does and has done in the past. Now, have I followed Sue through his training camps in Detroit or Miami or Los Angeles or seen the way he's interacted with younger guys along the line? No. No, I haven't. So I'm basing this sheerly off of my own personal impression of Indomitian Sue. And as I've said before, I'm not a huge Sue fan. 
So it could be my personal bias playing into this. So I heard, I heard it. Go ahead, yell at me. I'm not gonna yell at you. So let me ask you this: Because I didn't read this, or I didn't read the tweets or whatever you're talking about. Where is this information? Where is this assumption that Indomitian Sue is not going to stay after practice and help Vitavea coming from? I I don't know of any specifics. I have seen multiple people on on social media talking about the fact that Sue has a reputation of not giving it his all on every play, taking plays off, not being the, you know, quote unquote last guy out kind of person. He sticks to himself. He he gets his job done and and that's pretty much it. I I saw Stroud mention something similar as well. I haven't followed his training camps. I don't know. That's why you know it's it's going to be nice to talk to some of these people that have covered Sue for you know, periods of time and maybe get a different impression from people that have been around him and focused on him. Yeah. So, all right. Everybody loves Bruce Arians, right? Always. Um, well, Forever. not everybody actually, but for for the most part, people love Bruce Arians and I do too. And Bruce Arians and I share a very similar type of mentality, at least from what he gives to the public. And I will fully admit that I stole this from Bruce Arians, but I have, have actually looked at people and said, I think you're a great human being, but your soldiering sucks. That's directly from Bruce Arians. And I've said this since before he was a Buccaneers head coach, because I have an affinity for Bruce Arians as a leader and as you know, his mentality. And Dominican Sue comes across to me as a very intense person. He is very driven to succeed. He wants to succeed. And if the people around him, this is a team sport, right? So we want people to be team players. Listen, being a team player doesn't mean you bake the brownies and you pat everybody on the back every time they do something good all the time. Yeah, we every locker room needs a rah-rah guy. I will I will I, I agree with that. I believe that. What they don't need is for everybody to be the rah-rah guy. Somebody's got to be the real dude in the locker room. Somebody's got to be the dude who's able and willing to go up to the captain and say, Hey bro, you blew your assignment. Stop it. Somebody's got to be willing to go to the quarterback. And say, hey, guy, we've only given up 13 points. How about you stop throwing interceptions? Someone's got to be willing to do it. And if Indomitian Sue is that guy, then good on him. And if there's a teammate in the locker room who doesn't like it because it hurts their feelings or they're trying really hard, you don't win Super Bowls because everybody tried real hard. All right? And that and that's what they're out here trying to do. Um, I don't know, man. It, it, like It's not a social club. It's 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 professional football against other grown ass men. You're hitting each other. You're trying to literally defeat everybody else's career aspirations. Like this is the ultimate dog eat dog business where your job is to daily and weekly go out and make sure that the other guy doesn't get to live out their dream. That's your job. Again, not everybody needs to be that guy, but somebody needs to be that guy. And I'm not saying there's nobody that was in the Bucks locker room or is currently in the Bucks locker room. That is that guy. But if that's Indomitian Sue, that's who you want him to be. You don't want Indomitian Sue coming in pretending to be somebody else. So when I see reports that he's rubbed teammates the wrong way, most of those reports come from Miami. Um, the Dolphins sucked <clears throat> while Indomitian Sue was there. Okay, And Indomitian Sue caught a little bit of that flack. People were like, he's overpaid. He's being paid way too much money for the outcome the team is getting. Da, da, da. One of the reasons the Dolphins cut him. Fine. Fair. That's, that's the business side of it. Kind of sounds familiar with what's going on with Gerald McCoy. But 
if Ndamukong Sue is in a locker room on a team that sucks and he's the guy saying, hey, we suck. Some of you guys suck. Some of you guys should not be here. Maybe he's just telling the truth. And maybe he's looking at those guys and say, hey, listen, you might be really good at ping pong, but your football sucks and it needs to get better. You know what I mean? Like maybe that's what he's doing. And then these other players are getting boo-boos and getting butt hurt, and they're going to the media to try to put it out there so that the the coaches and the management will put pressure on him to stop saying those mean things because it hurts their feelings. Maybe. I don't know. Again, I'm not in there. But what I would always say is like there's a motivation. There's a reason people will come out of the locker room sometimes to say the things that they say. Not defending a Dominic. Maybe he's just an ass. Possibly. It's it's possible. But to come out before the dude has even suited up. Like we haven't even gotten the cursory photo of him smiling with Jason Light with a pen in his hand and talking about how it's his lifelong dream to be a buccaneer and all this other crazy crap. We haven't even gotten that far yet. And we're already talking about is, is this dude gonna mentor Vita Vea? And that kind of goes to my next point. What is the coaching staff? been talking about since january that they do better than anybody else that's their what's their focus and their job they're <laughs> teachers yeah every single coach that stepped up to the podium said it's my job to teach next coach it's my job to teach next coach it's my job to teach they are teachers whose job is it to develop players coaches if you have a teammate a veteran a jj watt that is great that's why he's jj watt that's why everybody loves him. That's why he's in the NFL play commercials, all that stuff. Got it. Love him for it. There is nothing that that requires Ndamukong Sue to stay after practice to help Vita Vea. True okay? statement. Nothing. There's nothing that requires Gerald McCoy to stay after practice to help Vita Vea. Did he do it? I've never really seen anybody focus on the fact that he did it, but I would assume that if people are using it against Sue, because this is basically turned into an Indomitian Sue versus Gerald McCoy conversation, which it is shouldn't be. And James, you already know I feel that way. And if you read Bucks Nation, you're about to find out that I feel that way. <laughs> um, just because, and not like maybe the point of bringing Indomitian Sue in is that he is not like Gerald McCoy. You know what I mean? And not for, and, and again, I, this is going to start, and this is why I hate this conversation because it's going to start sounding like I'm bagging on Gerald McCoy. I'm not. But maybe the Detroit Lions drafted Ndamukong Sue because he brought what Gerald McCoy didn't bring. Maybe the Buccaneers coveted Ndamukong Sue in 2010 because he brought what Gerald McCoy didn't bring. Maybe they're bringing in Ndamukong Sue because he brings what Gerald McCoy doesn't bring, and that's what they need. All right? The Los Angeles Rams. This is the final point I'm going to have about Ndamukong Sue's quote-unquote leadership. The Los Angeles Rams defense has Aaron Donald, defense player of the year, super stud, uh, Madden Ultimate Team All-Star, whatever, um, held out on his own team to get more money, has no issue taking on the heat, right? That's Aaron Donald. Then you have, I almost said Jalen Ramsey, Marcus Peters. <laughs> Absolutely no BS filter. Does not care what anybody thinks of him, right? Then you have Aqib Talib. Don't even have to explain it to Bucks fans. That dude will snatch your chain off your neck. If Ndamukong Sue is bad for your locker room, don't you think one of those three guys probably would have said something by now? Oh, that's a good point. I'm not saying Ndamukong Sue is General Patton. I'm not saying Ndamukong Sue is going to be the dude running out of the tunnel with the American flag flying over his head like Rondé Barber getting ready to shut down the vet. What I'm saying is Ndamukong Sue has a whole lot of fight in him. He's got a whole lot of beef and a whole lot of muscle in the middle of that defensive line that he's going to bring right next to Vita Vea 
He doesn't have to be the star because he was not the star in Los Angeles. He was not the star in Miami. What he needs is an opportunity to perform, an opportunity to be successful, and a paycheck because the man's got to get paid to do it. Tampa Bay Buccaneers can provide all those things for him. He can provide what they need from him. They've got Jameis Winston. They've got guys like Levante David, the veterans. They've got Devin White, the sexy young guy. They've got Bruce Arians. They've got Todd Bowles. They don't need Ndamukong Sue to come in and be anything other than a huge presence in the middle of that defensive line or in the three-tech or maybe even in the five-tech from time to time to go in there with Vita Vea. And you know what? If Vita Vea is paying attention, Ndamukong Sue is a guy who maybe he's not a, a, a Hall of Famer. I don't know. But he's a dude who's been doing it for a decade. So if Vita Vea wants to make a career out of the National Football League, he can look at Ndamukong Sue and say, that's a guy I can learn from. Because Ndamukong Sue's only missed two games in his career, and they were suspensions. That dude has never, never take, taken a snap. I'm not taking a snap off. That dude's never taken a game off for a boo-boo or a bug. You know what I mean? So, I don't know, man. Like, miss me with all the, is he going to mentor Vita Vea? Is he going to hold his hand over the jug machine? I don't care if he's going to mentor Vita Vea. He's not a coach. He's not there. I mean, unless he's being hired as defensive tackle slash assistant defensive line coach, I don't care if he mentors Vita Vea. I don't. If he does, fantastic. Make a bust of him, make a statue of him for the lobby of the Advent Health Training Center. But if he doesn't and he comes there and he says, here's what my contract asks of me, here's what I did for the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, then shake his hand, say thank you, and let him move on next year because he's probably not going to be on the team anyway. That's all I got. Listeners, you are welcome for me sending <laughs> David on that tirade because that was fantastic. I, I mean, and you're right. You're right. And and I guess I, I I wasn't trying to make it sound like a bad thing that he wasn't sticking around. It just was something that I didn't think that he was going to do. But he doesn't have to. You're right. So, all right. Well, David. Was that we, you saying that or is that Jenna? Because the way I took it is you said Jenna said that. Well, yeah, that, that he's not going to be that guy that sticks around after practice. And he's not going to be that guy that's going to be mentoring young players. That's mm-hmm. just not who he is. I don't think she was saying it in a in a negative fashion either just simply stating that's not the kind of player that he is and not every player can be that kind of player and that's fine like i said i didn't read it so i don't know the context of it i don't know the tone of it and i just want to clarify because this compared with what i wrote for the site is going is going to look a certain (laughs) way i have no issues with jenna lane just just want to throw that out there none whatsoever no if we were going to pick fights with with writers on the podcast it it jenna lane is way way down on the list of of people that i would target right it would probably start with somebody that keeps crying about uniforms and for the children anyway and and i'll pick a fight i will pick a fight with evan winter about anything anytime anywhere bring it on evan (laughs) all right uh david we are way way over on time and um big shout out to our friends over at grip six belts where their goal is to literally make the best belt that's ever been made we already talked about untuck it go over to untuck it get the shirt then hop over to grip six.com forward slash lock that's l-o-c-k-e 
grip6.com slash lock and check out all the amazing items that they have over there. I'm not kidding. I, I, while David was yelling at me about Vita Vea, I ordered one of these belts because they are awesome. So grip6.com forward slash lock L O C K E. Then use promo code lock 20 L O C K E number two, number zero. These belts are incredible. You know, we're just trying to help you out for Father's Day. It's right around the corner. So please make sure you're checking out everything going on over at BucksNation.com, including David's column that will drop today uh, about uh, about some of the stuff that we discussed on the show. But, you know, it, it goes deeper than that. So please make sure you're checking that out. Make sure you're subscribing to the podcast on iTunes, Google Podcasts, Podcast Addict, Spotify, Stitcher, uh, New Podcatcher, Himalaya. Make sure you're checking those guys out. Uh, please make sure you're leaving us a five-star review. Send us your voicemails to 813-444-5841. Weigh in with your opinions on Gerald McCoy, Indomitian Sue, anything else uh, around uh, OTAs, David. We haven't even talked about the Vernon Hargraves stuff yet. Vernon Hargraves yeah. is back in practice. We have so much more to get to, but we need your help to get there. 813-444-5841. Follow along on Twitter at Locked On Bucks at JRCO underscore Bucks at DH82 underscore Bucks and at Bucks underscore Nation. Hope you all have a safe, wonderful, enjoyable day, and thank you so much for joining us right here at Locked On Bucks. Not today Not today